Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Back, uh, uh, episode 86. It's your host with the most, Chris Minor. Uh, still no AKAs. <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, the album's out. There you go. That's the album AK. is out. Yeah. Um, what's up, Dalton? That's it. That's yeah, all you got. Your it. album's yeah, out. What is your album out. called? Oh, uh, You Must Take Me for a Joke is out on okay. all streaming platforms. Okay. As That's of it. Friday. But I said, where can you find it? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Title, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. If you have title listed on there, they pay the most. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, but again, I don't care where y'all. Just listen to it. You know what I'm saying? It's something on there for everybody. That's a fact. It's I quick downloaded too. Uh-huh. it on Apple Music, and I definitely listened to the whiskey song because. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's everybody the, that banger right there. Yeah, that, I, everybody got a sneak. Uh, the voice you're hearing today, we have a guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Don, go ahead and introduce yourself first, and then oh. we'll get to the guest. Yeah, it's me, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Smith. What else? Um, uh, fiance. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the AKA I wanted to come up with today is uh, I'm behind that behind. That's my new one. Okay. Oh. Like I'm behind. One? You like that one? That behind. I feel yeah, I'm behind that behind. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What else, though? That's all I got for today. What? Cam Newton? No, Jeff Goldblum? Well... Camden's in limbo right now. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Right. I feel you know. Yeah. It's a little sensitive situation. I, for my me bad, right bro. Now, I, you know? I forgot. I'm sorry. It's so close to Valentine's. Oh, just, we just. I feel you. Valentine's Day just passed. Your heart's open. You know, I love you, Cam. Though. Yeah. So we do have a special guest today. <laughs> uh, we've been trying to get her up here since Jonathan Joseph's listening party. Mm-hmm. What, what was that? Because you were just getting back in town. Yeah, that was like 2019. Yeah, that was 2019. <laughs> That was like, was it October? November, December? Nah, no, it was December. It was probably October. Like, yeah, October. Anyways, Miss Michaela TV's here. Can we hey. get drop a bomb? Yes, you got it. Um, we go back her senior year, my second attempt at senior year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But um, she is uh, a phenomenal interviewer. I didn't even know. Well, like she, when we were talking off air, she said um, she talks a lot. <laughs> she does. No, 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 no slug. So interviewing is something like that should be right up her alley. And she's like very informative with, with whatever she's doing. The uh, first thing that I saw from you was I was just scrolling through Twitter one day and um, I think you were getting ready to head out here and you mm-hmm. were interviewing like um, working working women. And when I seen it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? And I just saw everybody like quote tweeting and was like, be safe out there. Do you, but be yeah. safe, blah, blah, blah. You were like, no, I'm going to be good. We're going to be good. I don't, I didn't see the actual interview, but I did see you out there. Like, I think you posted like a clip of you walking around. Yeah. So <laughs> before we go into that, what like piqued your interest in going that route? Because like I, you're very, um, like, your taste in music is good, so you could have easily like been an A and R or like um, and something else in the music industry. But you chose to help tell other people's stories. So what like pulled you to that side of the game? Um. So, oh wow, guys! I told you I've never been <laughs> oh, before. Uh, <laughs> it feels different uh, being on the other side. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um. What really sparks my interest, like, I'll just take it back to, like, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really obsessed with, like, HBO documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like, I still watch majority of them till this day. And um, as far as music, it, that triggered from when we used to stay in Michigan. My parents used to send us to Michigan every summer. Mm-hmm. We didn't have nothing to do but watch BET music videos all the time right so i was watching 106 in park uh the basement like all that and then it just kind of like i don't know it just (laughs) popped it popped off but um well like you said with knowing people's stories i've just always had a interest in people's stories because everybody has a story that's a fact like i could be sitting looking at you and then you're having a conversation but i'm thinking in my head like wow, like, I wonder, like, what you're into, like, what you're passionate passionate about. Like, mm. you come from a background, like, what's your background? Like, I just like to spark up those conversations with strangers because people be having interesting stories. That's a fact. Yeah, you never know. You so never you, fucking yeah. know. That's a fact. Um, okay, so when did you decide to get started with it? Like, when, when was you like, all right, I'm finna do this shit for real? Um, I would say it was... A little bit. Well, actually, okay, so I started a blog, Mm -hmm. and it was called Wealthy Magazine. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I started it, I started it back in 2016. And, you know, I love music, Mm -hmm. like fashion, like Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I always wanted to work for, like, Complex or, like, BuzzFeed or something. And I was like, well, why don't I just do my own thing? Right. Like, why don't I just do my own thing? And so there you have it. I started the blog. And then um, as I was just going to do the blogs, and then I was going to do interviews for that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, I have my daughter. And I will honestly say, like, I didn't start taking it serious until I I had my daughter. Oh, wow. Like, a little afterwards because I don't know what sparked, but, like, she sparked a whole different type of grind. As they as kids should for parents, especially young aspiring parents. You don't want them to be out here like I saw a tweet uh the other day 
And this woman was like, yeah, my daughter just told me that everything that I promised her came true and blah, blah, blah. And this is what it feels like to be a mother. I was like, oh, that's cute. But yeah, that it, 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 yeah, it's very important. Very. I can see how that would change your drive. So, okay, so decided to do it yourself. Shit. Decided to do it yourself. But comp, not fuck complex, but, but I'm finna go into business for myself. That's a fact. That's the only reason why I started producing because the beats were really expensive and I was in high school and Chaz was in high school. We didn't have no job. I was like, bro, give me like, give me this year and I'll figure it out. And we're still here. So yeah, do it yourself. DIY. So I'm guessing your most, not intense, but I like the word intense. Your most intense interview it had to be when you went and talked to uh. <laughs> right because the ones you post on IG like of like rappers or yeah. people that like fashion but that was the first one that was like Michaela's hitting the streets like yeah. getting the cult like I'm out here, here. yeah wow. taxi cab confessions my nigga was good <laughs> I went on Harry Hines oh my and god like, <laughs> So I w the studio, shout out to Royal Lane Studios. Oh, I yeah. love them. Yeah, um, shout, shout so out. they moved their location over to there. I don't know where they're at now, but I know when I went, they were mm -hmm. over there on Harry Hines. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they know I'm really big into, like, journalism. And I had just actually got done interviewing somebody for them. And so he was like, look, bro, it's a lot of prostitutes over here on Harry Hines. And I was like... Let's go interview them. Right. And they were like, Michaela, like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, like, why not? We can just record it on our phone and just post it on YouTube or something. And they was like, uh, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, like, let's do it. Why not? So <laughs> one of them had took me, actually Chuck, Chuck took me around. It wasn't any prostitutes, like, then. But right. all of a sudden, it just started booming. <laughs> No lie, like I was amazed because I've never seen, like I've seen prostitutes, right. but I've never seen that many. And I'm like, dang, like I just know they got a story to tell. Oh, like, that's a fact. Oh boy, do they? They have stories, <laughs> yeah. not a story, but stories. Got books. They were so on book deals. That's we, a fact. Um, I ran into one, like a lot of them couldn't talk because you know their pimps be like parts, right? Where they can see them. And so a lot of them would like avoid. And we had one. And she comes up to the car. She actually comes in the car. And she was like, I was like, my name's Michaela. Like, I'm a journalist, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, what do you want to interview me about? And I'm just like, your life with like prostitution. And she was like, well, what's your number? Like, blah, blah, blah. We chopped it up. She got my number. But of course, I don't think she was ever going to hit me up because, right. you know, that's a. That's a very dangerous situation. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah for very, very many dangerous. reasons. So, yeah, um, so that we had that one. Then I had another one come up to the car, and, like, I actually chopped it up with her for, like, a long time. Really? I posted on my Instagram Live, and she was just saying how she, like, got into, like, prostitution or whatever. And as bad as I wanted to record her, I just, in my spirit, I was like, no. Right. No. Like, not, it's not the timing right now. But eventually, when I, that's eventually what I want to do. Okay. Is go to like, like if I didn't have my daughter, I'm telling y'all, I would be in the third world countries doing journalism. That's fire. Like, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's, I really just want to be in the streets. Like, because I feel like, 
Okay, I feel like there's not a lot of black journalists in the field. Like, when you see, like, Vice News and you see Noisy and you see BBC. Right. No pun intended, but it's oh, always. No. <laughs> it's, you don't have to worry about that here. <laughs> it's always, like, a Caucasian man. That's correct. That's in there and it's just like why isn't somebody that's black that's doing that and right. i feel like it's a it's we like it's a ton of black entertainment journalists but as far as like reporting journalism yeah. like that type of stuff that's really what i want to put my foot in because you want to be out in the shits you want to be out with all this yes okay with all of that that was gonna say because complex is like notorious for not hiring black journalists right it's interesting, like except like two. What was it? Um, the, yeah, they, they have their tokens, but yeah. they don't have like yeah. a staff. They yeah. have like these people writing their social media page that are white, right? Talking about stuff, black stuff, and they'll black be using stuff. like they'll be using like the slurs and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so cringy. You know, they did not write like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It, it could kind of seem like I don't know if I'm like jumping. No, you know what? I'm not gonna say that. But I feel like sometimes it it seems like exploitation coming oh. from mm. coming from like white people because it's just like you know they can make so much money off these stories. Right. It's yep. just like, are you really genuine? Do you really care? Or you know this is gonna sell? You can tell generally if someone cares about it or not. Yeah. I can. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, they really care about this shit, or they're just like, yo. This is like TMZ doesn't care about anything. They anything. Write. Just Shade Room doesn't line. care about anything. They're right. Um, I think Bossup definitely cares because they make fun of everything. Yeah. So, but they do it in a way that's like create artistic. Yeah. But like, they also yeah. make you feel better about some of the shit. Like, yeah. okay, well, they like, bring some levity to this shit. With right. Some, like, I feel you know. that. Um, to go back. So, but we need, we need this though. Especially. Yeah, of course. And you, and it being a black woman is even powerful, even way yeah, better. Drop the bomb. For man. sure. <laughs> I'm marrying a black woman, so I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, I, it's a very important oh for me. Oh my god, yeah. are you really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. So. Wow. Okay. This just stems a question from me. Sure. <laughs> okay. What would you say the difference? Like, okay. So, what sparked your interest with black women? Good question. Great okay. question. Okay. So I've 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 uh, done this off there. A lot of people ask me the same question. Um, I've actually never dated a white woman. That's a real story. Uh, I've never dated a white woman. Um, honestly, what really stemmed it was honestly, black women approached me, uh, when I was in school and stuff, like I couldn't figure it out, but also me growing up in South Dallas, like I didn't really have like the, the racial divide that a lot of people grow up with. I was just kind of like, my school was already like entrenched. So I didn't think nothing second of it. Like I'm not, you know, my parents' generation that's secondary. I was just like, yo, these are my friends. What's up? Right. So black girls would have crushes on me and I'd be like, oh, Cool. And then it just happened like that. And then uh, when I actually got to dating, real dating, not like kid dating. Right. Um, their families are very welcoming. I've never been welcomed like that. Um, and Southern hospitality. Right. And then I just kind of kept rolling that way. Um, and then literally it wasn't I never looked at another woman like color wise. It's just black women like really fucked with me. So like it just <laughs> kept happening. Like in high school, that's literally like and and. Black women are forward most of the time. They're like, "Yo, yeah." They're at like, they, "At they, yeah." Like, yeah. you're 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 cute. What's up? And I'm like, "Oh shit, oh, here, here's my number," and then we'll we'll do it from there. So like, that's kind of what happened. Like, this is kind of where it steamrolled, and then like, I was like, "Yo, this is kind of my my bag." So I'm gonna <laughs> stick it. I'm gonna stick with the bag, yeah, you know. But uh, you know, it works. And um, you know, I met my fiance. Mm -hmm. You know, she's she's black. So. It was cool. I've been, 
You know, that's one of the things I love about her, though. She's a beautiful black woman. And, uh, that's a fact. Shout out to Shelby. We fucking love <laughs> to see it. Drop yeah. a bomb, man, okay. for y'all. <laughs> I love love. Love is a beautiful <laughs> thing, man. Um, so I met Michaela, uh-huh. like I said, at the beginning of the uh, show. Um, it was my second time around in uh, my senior year. Right. I dropped out my first senior year, or original senior year. Uh-huh. And um, one of my homegirls, uh, this was like, I was like running running amok. My dad kicked me out the house. I was like sleeping in cars. And, I think you told me that. Yeah. So at was, my crib. Yeah, your crib. Wherever <laughs> I could, wherever, you know, it was peaceful. Yeah. But this is the thing, though, bro. Like, a lot of my friends at that point in time, really was trying to figure it out. Like, of course. I remember um, Don's mom had left her apartment. She was moving like somewhere, like not in the the area that we usually, <clears throat> that we mobbed around. And um, we used to just sneak in the apartment that was vacant to sleep <laughs> over there. Mm-hmm. And like, just have everybody come cause it was just a space. But anyway, so uh, my homegirl, she was like, look, I'm going to ask my mom if you could come stay with me. And I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Because <laughs> part of me was like, I don't want to leave my friends out here if I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, be adopted by, you know what I'm saying, somebody who's like a, a stable home. Like, if they're going to be out here, I want to be out here too. And um, But they had all, like, got done with school, though. I was the only one who was kind of, like, in limbo with that. And um, her mom was like, she was a volleyball coach at either Barnett or Bowie. I can't remember. But either way, she was like, look, you can stay with us, but you got to go back to school. So I was like, okay, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I had my own room. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice little couple months over there or whatever before I was just like, let me get out of here. But um, uh, so I started going back or whatever. And um, Michaela was like, I think Osai, I had a class with Osai, shout out to Osai. Or his, no, I think I had a class with his younger brother. Bosa. Mm, I think, I can't remember. I know it was like a health class, though. We had watched House. That was my first time watching House. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, it was kind, It was cool because I, some people knew who I was already. Like, you know what I'm saying? And some people I was just meeting for the first time. And so outside of like, Whichever of Hosai's brothers, forgive me, that was in that class with me, like Michaela was the first person that kind of was like, "What's up?" Like she just, "What's up? What what, what you doing? What are we doing? Let's go to class." Like she make sure I go to class, and um, I remember I came late and we had a sub in that class, and this was like right when Drake had dropped "Take Care" because that's like we were, it was like a we could be on the computers in that class. I don't remember what class it was though, it's like home economics or no, nah, I don't know what the fuck. But anyways. Um, Take Care came out so everybody was on the computer basically like listening to Take Care because the teacher was like whatever so she was like you gotta listen to this Joey Badass 1999 and I was like Joey Badass and so she put me on I was good like choice. yo yeah. no it just yeah. came out yeah, yeah it just came out good choice and I was like oh this shit's fine this is like it was different for me because this is what like people younger than me are listening to that are interested in I had no idea about 
And um, because I think what like ASAP had just came out, and I think that was like kind of the wave Chad started getting on. So I was trying yep. to stay hit with him. So when I sent him stuff, like it would be like what the now what he's into. Mm-hmm. But Joey Badass kind of ushered in that bringing back that boom back and boom back and shit like that. So I had all that was like one of the moments that always like stuck out to me about like our relationship because she put me on and she was like welcoming. Because I you got to think, bro. I'm like, I do I do music. We out here doing shows, like kind of like, not to to our horn at that time, but people were looking at us like, oh, these guys are really doing it. They really about it. And then I'm back in school with people that are younger than me, and I just felt super out of place. Mm-hmm. And um, she made I ain't gonna say like you made me feel like not out of place because that was very hard to shake at that time. But um, it, you made it easier. So that was like what like. I always like appreciated her for that. And then um I would see you out and about here and there, wherever or whatever, and we always like kept in touch. But you had just did um Jonathan Joseph had his listening party and I don't think I seen you in a long time mm-hmm. since then. Um and I was like, Oh shit, that's what hey look, I'm feeling I said, What's up? And she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna interview him after this. I'm nervous. Like you said today. I was like, Don't be <laughs> fucking nervous, you got this shit. And as we said, you crushed that shit. And um, it was amazing. I was just like, man, she's so like, she's asking the type of questions you want to be asked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's great. So I try to, well, not try. I absolutely stay away. Like I'll read gossip, but I will absolutely stay away from asking people about their drama because it's like that's not they don't care for people to know about that like they want you to know their music like i just want to make sure that the story that they're telling motivates people that are in the same position as them right that's a beautiful thing facts i was very taken aback by how first of all the listening the, i mean the listening party was like awesome they pulled that off his mom catered, his pops was there, cousins, brothers. Like I was like, that's beautiful. And then all these people came to, you know, support Jonathan. And like Yeah, I had a rough time getting there. Yeah, I got just got out the airport. <laughs> I had, it was when Houston got flooded, so yeah. my flight was delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. several times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nine times, right? Yeah, I was supposed to get there like at three PM. I got there like an hour after the hour was supposed to start. Yeah. So I got there. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah, it was just amazing, man. That that really was like I'm, I'm glad. I'm very prideful of Arlington. We were just talking about this last week. So to know that we're doing this stuff, like Jonathan's out here, I'm out here, Bozo, R.I.P. Delizia, uh, Razil, like everybody who's like out here making noise, like DJ Ice, like everybody that's out here, like doing. I'm like, yeah, nigga, like, and we don't have no drama. Like okay. everybody fuck with everybody, cause. You got to think, bro. All them fights that we had growing up, like with this school versus this school. Oh, boy. Everybody knew everybody because of football or the fact that we went to this school and we kind of are familiar with you. You get the hoes or everybody like this particular girl that goes to this school. So it's like it was always we fuck with y'all. We don't fuck with y'all like in Arlington. You know what I'm saying? Unless it was time to beef. But that's why it was weird for me. Yeah, because you were in (laughs) South and you pulled up to school in a Chrysler and everybody was like, who the fuck is this? white dude picking up Chaz every day. Like, nobody yeah, knew who the fuck weird, was. Even moment. me, even I was on the side, like, who is this nigga, right? Listen, I love Arlington. Like, <laughs> that's my... 
And you know what's kind of funny, though? Like, I'll be forgetting that there's, like, North Arlington mm-hmm. and there's a West. Ar- I live in West Arlington. Mm-hmm. That sounds so ugh. <laughs> but <laughs> Don't even like it. <laughs> I'm from the South, and I, mm. like, I hate to say this, but I feel like the South is the only the ag that matters to be honest don't don't be no that's a fact like <laughs> that's the south, undisputed fact the south is like the i mean i would say east side the east side definitely played a significance too they did. but like they did. i would say east side and south side is like the ones where it's like that's where it's at like that's where it's at that's where it's at that's where it's at there's nothing else to do but go to east or the south what the west side cool that's where all like the the money's over there like that's Martin. where all the big houses yeah, the and nice, shit at. Nice yeah. side of it. North Arlington is like that's old. That's like the uh That's old and six flags. Yeah, that's where the uh Mufasa told Simba not to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what that is over there. You know, my parents Okay, so I was going to buoy my okay, freshman through junior year. Mm. My parents decided to move us to Martin my senior year. Oh that's you, why I, yeah. Mm. I hated it. <laughs> Like, I, I wanted to go back. Like, but we tried to go to, like, we were doing the back and forth, like, driving from West Arlington to go to Bowie. But we did that my junior year. But I kept getting, like, I was, like, two two steps away. No, that sounded so gross. Why? Two steps away. From truancy or what? Is it two steps or is it, like, two, two inches away? From what? <laughs> two inches away from truancy. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Like, yeah. they brought me in that office, and he was like. You're late. You're, y'all are late yeah. every day. Like, and it just got to the point where my parents were like, okay, y'all got to go to Martin because. Right. We ain't trying to. Because they, they really put it in our heads as kids. Like, if you're late, your parents could go to jail. Mm-hmm. So, that was like, all right, my nigga. But, Is that true, though? Probably, but I don't think it's ever happened. I that's, mean, that's like for negligent truancy, though. Like your parents are just there, yeah. and they're like, "Whatever." I don't oh, give a fuck. Well, like possibly if they're taking you to school, you're late. You're late. I just, I mean, I, it was always just you know, they time. they be over exaggerating shit to put fear in you. Yeah. Like remember when you turn the light on the car? Like that's illegal. Turn the light off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, illegal yeah, at yeah, all. Like yeah, what? Yeah, the fuck? They definitely did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just always thinking we had to be like they only took attendance during second and sixth period though. What? Yeah. What school you go to? I got. We went to ro- Bowie. Oh, I'm saying. I know. I'm. I know that, but I'm oh. saying like oh, they yeah, call they it ro- roll every fucking class I was in. Nah, they like. I'd say present in every class. Present? Negative. Um, Tim Moten. But because some people had first period off. Oh yeah. Or first and last off. So second Shit, is like the one that. everybody had to go to. So they that's when they started counting. But anyways. Yeah, I didn't get that. Um, I'm trying to think where I want to take it from here. Oh, so you asked me? Okay, this is perfect. All right, first we can talk about Valentine's Day. Sure, yeah, Then yeah, we can cool. roll into the mm-hmm. other question you asked oh, me. Oh, shit. We're so, talking about Valentine's Day. That's what you wanted to talk about. This is the <laughs> thing, though. Was your Valentine's Day, like, what you intended it to be? Or, like, what? What was wrong with Valentine's Day for My you? Valentine's Day was definitely what I intended to be because... I'm single, of course. Okay. So, you know, you have the Galentine's Day, which the girls, like, get together, drink, you know. They had me playing bartender, made sure I poured I half the cup with the Brent Fayez playing. Right. Shout out to him because. Wow, on that type of energy. We okay. can talk about him because I feel like he's, like, the male version of me. Really? The way, like, okay. super guarded. Like, you can tell he's super guarded mm-hmm. in his lyrics. Like, he don't trust nobody. Like, that's me. Okay, anyways, back to Valentine's Day. So, yeah, Valentine's Day was, I was kind of in my feelings. 
really, and I don't really get in my feelings because like you because but I think you do it like I think you do it to yourself though yeah, I because was kind of sad. I saw like what you were posting like throughout the day, <laughs> and I was like, "This probably there's either one or two things that's going to come from this," and it was the 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 later uh, obviously. But you were posting like relationship people in relationships, like rather it was like I don't remember verbatim, but let's say it was J and B or uh, YG yeah. and Kalani, and I was just like, I mean, even me because <laughs> okay. YG and Kalani are not goals. We're not doing that. I'm just saying. We're just, I'm just throwing it out there. They're cute to look at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, mm, to who? I mean, people, okay. I guess. It's like that thing. You know what I'm saying? They look good together, okay. you know, um, from the same coast. And they, you know, understand the politics and the tattoos and the fashion. So it's nice to look at. But, um, yeah, I, I tried to stay off social media on Valentine's Day for sure. Even, the, well. Man. So you got in your feelings Again, I thought it was because you were posting those things and you just start thinking like, man, well, I ain't with somebody. You know what? It was just funny because like it's very rare that all of like me and all of my friends are single. Like somebody has a boo right. out of nobody had a boo. Damn. Everybody wow. was at the okay. house. Yeah. And it was just like we was just like, damn. <laughs> we really single, like for real. But you know what? I would rather like I can say that's like the one in the lifetime, like that I'm just like, oh man, I wish I had a little right. thing. But other than that, like as far as singleness, I have got so much clarity from being single. Yep. I have too. You can drop the bomb. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I have got so much clarity from being single, and you know, what my dad said. Hmm. He gave me a lecture, like, this was right before Valentine's Day. He was like, I've warned y'all so many times, do not fall in love while you're getting yourself together. Mm. And he was like, I was just like, why are you saying that? And he was like, it's such a distraction. Like, yep. he was saying that it's such a distraction. Yep. Yeah, that's a fact. I, um, we can get both perspectives. How was mm -hmm. your Valentine's Day? Are you going to me? Yeah, because. Okay, well. Here's my thing. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Facts. Really? It's a it's a false holiday. Okay. It means absolutely fucking nothing. And your excuse, well, not excuse. No, but. There, I've, I've, <laughs> this is before I even I got right. I got right. engaged. Like right. I've always felt this way because if you have to wait for one day of the year to do something special for somebody because it's mm -hmm. expected because it's a holiday, it's fucking retarded. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. Because then they're already expecting it. Like oh, it's Valentine's Day. I'm about to get something. Right. Like, it's like Christmas. Yeah. But like, but, for, for love. But but it doesn't make sense. Like, every day should be Valentine's Day then. I, we surprise each other with random shit all the time. Yeah, y'all do. I can honestly honestly say that. One thing I love about y'all. One thing I love about all my friends and couples, me not being in one, I can step back and look at what I do like and what I don't like and what I would do and what I wouldn't do. Right. Um. So you, Ridge, and Ryan, looking at y'all's relationships. Wildly different. Wildly different. <laughs> but, like... It's all beautiful. None, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like everybody's relationship is perfect for who, who, what they're doing and how they are. And I feel like that's something that I didn't necessarily have in my last relationship. Like there was no like thing that brought us together. We were just attracted to each other, but it wasn't out of like. I know this is minuscule, but like you like anime, I like anime too. We could build on that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, yeah. we couldn't build, you know, say, I can't build, you know, what if my hair not cut this day? Yeah. 
You still gonna be attracted to me? What if I don't pull out the fit the way I was? You still, you know what I'm saying? That's all we could go off of on the surface or whatever. Mm -hmm. But looking at even with Ryan and his girl and Ridge and like the culture that Ridge and uh, uh, Dev share because of their you know religion and their heritage, their yeah. heritage and everything. From like you and Shelby, everything y'all got to face because y'all are interracial cult. Even Justin and uh, 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 Taria. Um, and then they have kids, like two kids now. And it's like, man, it's beautiful to see, especially when you're not, again, I can appreciate it a lot more that I'm not in it and seeing y'all like prospering every single day. So like when my friends do call me and talk to me about their stuff, you never do. But uh, yeah, like Ridge or uh, Ryan or Khalil, and I can give them like that game because I was in it. I was where y'all were like mm -hmm. for like however long. So I understand exactly what you're feeling. I always tell them, bro, you would much rather be in it than not in it. So do whatever you got to do to fix it. Yeah, like, you ain't never told me that. No, I would uh, never tell you. Yeah. I don't have to tell yeah, you that. Yeah, I was though. about to say, I don't but know. But them, for sure. I always tell them that. Well, I've been blessed with enough where that's our, our thing. If we have a problem, we'll just put it on the table. What's up? Dev texted me the other day. Oh, God. Because I was like, <laughs> I tweeted like this single shit for the birds because I got in my feelings too. Yep. And she was like, uh, just wanted to remind you this morning that you're a bad bitch. Don't uh -oh. rush God's perfect timing. There we go. Whatever he has set for you is coming and it's going to be the, uh, the best ever. So the pain in your healing process right now will be worth it when you meet your person. I was like, I am a bad bitch. De Devin, Devin yeah. is such a... <laughs> yeah, but I needed that because I was... I think I just watched um, To All The Boys. Uh, I've never ever loved whatever the... You know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah. Laura Jean thing. And uh, spoiler alert, the first one is way better than the second one. I'm just putting that out there. But anyways, I was watching that in this high school. You know, they're high school. So I'm like trying to take myself back to that place where I was at in high school. I was like, it really wasn't like that for me. So I, I can't really relate, but it's a good movie. I mean, storytelling wise. But um, yeah, my Valentine's Day, the album came out. Yep. Drop a bomb. Lit. Mm -hmm. I was getting love all day. It was so See? phenomenal. That's, that. that was my Valentine. There you, know you know go. Saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I guess through, through all the uh, praises that I was getting for it, there was... I wasn't I didn't intend to impress my ex with this album like that was not my purpose uh, I don't even honestly I didn't even care if she um, felt whatever I was feeling wasn't true to our story but it was literally what I was feeling so for me I just wanted to get it out but I'm seeing the reviews rolling in and I'm like, damn, this person listened to it. Random people hitting me up. I'm like, this is cool. Like, I never, it's been a while. It's been six years. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me just see what she thought about it. So I text her and I was like, did you hear the album? Her immediate response, did you send it to me? I'm like, okay, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. I sent her the album. It's only 15 minutes. So she called me in like 20. And she was like, do you want my honest opinion? I already started laughing because I know it's going to come. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Lay it on me. Lay yeah. it on me, yeah. right? So she goes, she went into her thing, what she liked, what she didn't like. Basically, you know, picking it apart, which I appreciate anybody's opinion. Mm -hmm. I know what it took to make it, though. You know what I'm yep. saying? So whatever she had to say about it, I countered with, I understand. But 
this is why this is how that is and why I said this and why I'm doing that. So it got me down for a split second because it was like, no matter what I do, I don't think I can oppress this person. And it, and it got to me because I'm like, what if, what if, cause she also, which I knew was a lie, but when she said it, like she, she knew how to press my button. So she was like, you know, I was like, if I was getting like all perfect reviews all day, I, I needed that one so I can move forward. You know what I'm saying? Like once I get the bad review, I'll be like, okay, that's cool. It hurt, but I could keep pushing forward. So she was like, maybe everybody's showing you love because it's been a while since you've done something. So I was like, that doesn't make sense because it's not huh. even beneficial for the people to do that. But she said that. Mm -hmm. So after we got off the phone or whatever, I'm laying there, start drinking, made me a screwdriver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, man, what? I tried to wrap my mind around that concept. Like, what if I'm not, what if this isn't as good as it is? And all my friends are just being supportive. Because, I mean, just because you got passion about something don't mean you're good at it. You know what I mean? And um, fair enough. Talked to Diamond about it. Uh, Ryan was like, I'm going to slap you when I see you. You shouldn't answer the phone. And so, <laughs> yeah, a real friend. Yeah. So when I, when I went back and I listened to it, like I really listened to it with a fresh pair of ears too, because uh, I something else was on my mind when I was listening to it. So I went back and I was like, this bitch tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, not to call her a bitch, but I was just like, bro, there's no way, bro. Like, but I do know her taste in music and she's used to artists like doing things with their voice that I just won't do. Like Tory Lanez doing what he does or Drake doing Yuck. that. That's not what I do. So it's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I can see it from her side if it could get a little boring. But then I was like, that's why the production picks up. If, if my rapping abilities are getting a little uh, stale, then I know the switch and the tone of each song is going to like do something, which it did. Like I, I didn't even get this great feedback on Chris Avelli, and I know I went all in on that. Like this one was like people talking about, I, I can listen to this and get me through my it's day. I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. It sounded really like it's good. Like I it's quality. It. Of quality. You dropped the bomb. <laughs> of quality. I appreciate that. She's a hater, man. I believe so. But I mean, that's also her opinion. So I can, I'm not mad at it. It was just I shouldn't have did it to myself because I allowed myself to get to that place. Look, there's there's things on Amazon that get four point nine out of five, bro. Everybody's right. got there's gonna be somebody who's like Oh yeah, facts. Thanks. Well, well, technically, you know, yeah. there's always those people. Yeah, you you ain't got to worry about it. I don't. I, I know it's pretty good. It was just different because who it came from. Yeah, and you know, I'm. But it sounds about, like you processed it. You got over it because you know you're a bad bitch, right? I'm so, a bad bitch. There you go. Like that I said, I definitely got through that. Um, but yeah, after I saw Michaela do Jonathan's thing, I was like, "Yo, I want to do something too." So I was just gonna have you come over on a Sunday when I know we're cooking dinner. And have my homie over there and like record us talking about the album over some um dinner. I thought that'd be cool to look yes, at visually. I'm gonna be hungry. Yeah. And <laughs> but the thing was, I sent her one version of the album. I was like, all right, this is it. Yep. And then I think like a month or two later, I was like, hey, forget everything I said. Do the like listen to this. And then I was like, I think I sent one more time. 
And then after that, I was like, I need to leave this girl alone before she like. No, oh my god, <laughs> it was a process for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm so sorry, but like my texting, I'd be like, can y'all just call me? Don't text me because wow, opposite. My, my attention span is really bad, mm. so it's like when people are texting me, like I see it and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna respond. But then I have like a billion other things calling. Like now I'm doing interviews over the phone. Right. So it's just like a like I yeah. So I be like, and then in my head I'll like I'll randomly text somebody like three weeks later Thanks. and be like, <laughs> hey, oh sorry so, I forgot about this. Like yeah. hey, so are we still? Yeah. Are we? It's know? all good though. I understand. I know you're busy. I know you're busy, busy, and I'm not. <sighs> Man, the way I think about this music shit, man, is like anybody that's in it, I can't hold them like super accountable for like how they interact with people. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's like, for me, I know it's like, man, like Jonathan, Joseph, I mean, Joseph, I'm sorry. He sent me <laughs> some songs and I was like, I like them. He can't, he made the beat, he got the hook. All I gotta do is plug in my verses. I was like, bro, it's not what I'm trying to do right now, but I still record them because I like the songs. And um, he was joking around with me about it not making the album or whatever. But um, I understand it's a process, man, because mm -hmm. you got to live your regular life outside of this too. So mm -hmm. I try not to take it to heart. Like if I email somebody or if I text somebody and I don't get like the immediate response, then I, I don't, I used to be like, man, fuck, they, they hold me, so fuck that. But People now it's just like, time, yeah. yeah, it ain't no thing. It ain't no thing. There's another question you asked me, though, um, before we got on the air, because you're a mother now, and you wanted <laughs> to get my opinion about dating mothers. Dating mothers, yes. Okay, so what's your dilemma with it, if you have any? Like, do you feel like it's... It's hard. Like, dating as a mom is really hard. Okay, drop it. Why? <sighs> because it's like you're so overwhelmed like with just motherhood stuff mm -hmm. that you don't want to like you don't want to put that pressure on somebody and you don't even know if they're mm. serious like or if they're trying to take it to the next level with right you. so it's like your your daughter just fucked up your whole room or just shit like that right. and you're like just annoyed you got the, the person people you're dating calling you and then you you have an attitude. Right. And then you can't expect people to understand that don't have kids. Right. Like, a lot of people will place their opinions like, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And I'm like, look, y'all don't have fucking kids. Right. Like, it's a whole different story when yeah. you have your own kid. Yeah. And the number one thing, like, the old school parents that try to put their old school ways on your child, mm -hmm. like, every child is different. Right. It <sighs> Yes. Yep. We were just talking yes. about that on the way here. Every kid is different. Like you can't say, you need to whip her and put her in punishment. That doesn't work. I her. did that, and my kids. Yeah, that's your kid. Right. Right. Like, that's not. Well, how you finna handle your? Yeah, you're the parent. Yours. So I mean, you know your daughter better than anybody. So. Yeah, but like dating with the kid, uh, I sometimes feel like I'm not gonna be able to like fully settle down. Oh no! Oh no! Nah, here, I, I'm, I was about to be devil's advocate on this situation. <laughs> What's up? Because he's dated, I haven't, but um, I've seen him date the moms. Um, uh, and then I master, I mastered it beautifully though. Uh, but I also have uh, my my dad has been married four times. Oh wow! Okay, uh, my mom got remarried right after. Um, 
they divorced. So she's been married ever since. My dad's got married four times. Uh-huh. And then all of his remarriages had kids. So my his most current one, she has three. Right. My step-siblings. So we had a house full of So we had a the mixing is what they call it. Or yeah. blend, blended, blended family. Blended yeah. family, right? So uh, I will say that the one benefit you have to for someone dating you with a child, if they have one or not, is if they actually impress you. Like mm-hmm. if they actually get in, you know, they, they care about your daughter, they do all this stuff, you yeah. know, they're, they know they're for real. Mm-hmm. Cause that takes a lot of effort for me to come in here and then not only impress you, but impress your daughter. Right. Because when you're dating somebody who has a child already, you're not just marrying you, you marry you're child. marrying the yeah. child as well. Yeah. So, drop a bomb, um, I don't ever drop bombs for myself, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no. So th- like if someone really wanted to, you know, break down those walls per se, like, uh, you know, they would mean it for sure. Like, yeah. cause you could tell like with that, like with having a child, your bullshit meter is like automatically high. Yeah. Like oh, you're already up here. God. So you can tell when someone's about like, if they're like, Oh, what are you doing? Or like, okay, I understand. Oh, you got a daughter. Like, you know, they just, Oh, like, wow. Okay. He really cares. Like he understands. Like, so, yeah. um, I've seen it. So now the dater. What if, what about you? I've dated <laughs> women with kids. That's good how we broke that down. Um, <laughs> the first time that I uh, dated a woman with a child, I outside of me and her relationship because we were young, so we still wanted to go out. We still wanted to do all that. So, I mean, that at that time, I felt like me and her son's relationship was pretty a pretty solid one. Like I, I never, you know, I would bribe him with candy as I would do with any child. You know what I'm saying? Like I, if, I remember one night in particular, and it was like a big deal because yeah. it was a Thursday, and she's been working like she was work. She worked at GM, like the plant. So she really wanted to go out this one particular night, and I was like, but her mom wouldn't watch the little one. So I was like, look, man, you go out. I'll stay here with the little one. And she was like, for real? I was like, yeah, nigga, I got you. Like, go ahead and go out. Do your thing. So me and Jonathan joking about it all day. Like, oh, you really dead daddy? I was like, nah, they gonna call me Uncle Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Daddy? But no, um, it was, but the experience was like, it was cool. Cause you know, I always wanted kids. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. We just watching cartoons, eating candy. We stop by wall. We got a bunch of candy, snacks. We just watching cartoons until he crashed. And I put him in his bed. And that was that. And she came home at 12, 31, 2, whatever. So, yeah, he sleep. It was cool. We ate dinner, and, you know, candy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That was cool. But, again, I was younger, so my priorities were fucked up from the jump. But one thing I knew, because my mom even told me this, because my mom has met that woman and, and the, uh, her son. So after the fact, she was like, Chris, like, you know, I like her or whatever, but, you know, you can't really, for lack of better word, you can't pussyfoot around because she got a son and you're going to make an impression in his life. He's going to remember you. So you can't do nothing that you wouldn't want him to grow up and, like, Mm -hmm. try to come get revenge or you type shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, that part was always, but that also made it a reason for me to try to stay around because I didn't want him to I didn't want a lot of men coming in and out of his life and like 
Yeah. You know, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I was not mentally prepared. Like I wanted to do it. I just, I couldn't get to that point. Not, not at that time in my life. And then, I mean, pretty much any other woman that I spoke to or had kids, kids got three, uh, one woman got three, one got one. Like it just varies. Like, like I told you off air, like that particular situation, my first one, mm -hmm. it was outside things. Like her mom didn't really care for me too much. But other than that, like, I didn't have no drama with her baby father. So that was like, <laughs> that was always my number one thing. Cause I, I would understand how that feels if my son is looking up to another guy or call it, or my daughter's calling another dude, dad, like that's, mm -hmm. that's hard to process as a man, just because, you know, I didn't work it out with your mom. Doesn't mean, you know, I'm not still your dad. So I never wanted to like try to take that away from, yeah. I never right. wanted, you know, but there's a woman that I'm speaking with currently whose baby dad is all on my nuts. So <laughs> it's very different Oh wow. because I mean, we're just speaking as friends right now. Like it's not mm -hmm. nothing, you know, we're just, we're seeing each other she's coming over for dinner. She brings her daughter every once in a while, whatever. But he has it in his mind that we're together and his daughter is like mine or whatever. Like, I'm just like, and he's attacking, he's attacking me through her. And so she's catching the hell for yeah. it because he don't want to have a conversation with me. Right. But he'll follow me on social and knows what I'm wearing and wow. knows that I pay my nails and all this other stuff. But he don't want to talk to me as a he rather just deal. Which, I mean, like I told her the other day, because we just talked about it. I was just like, look, I'm not in the bit. I don't want to put you in something that's going to be detrimental to you. Mm-hmm. Like if he decides to go a off the walls one day and just over some bullshit, because what happens if me and him do fight or anything, and then me and you not even talking six months now? Like what was that all for? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make sense to even address that because we know what we're doing. Like we know what we got going. We have an understanding, and I'm not gonna disrespect that. So it just varies, man. Like. It's, it's, it's not hard to do, but you really got to want to do it at the end of the day. That's that what I would say. It's a commitment for sure. Yeah. And if you, because um, you know how I used to be kind of insecure with, with that, like, oh my God, I have a kid. Like, because I can understand from a guy, well, just anybody dating, like someone with a kid, like the pressure stands in, like what you said, you don't want to see people coming in and out. Right. Like you get attached to the kid and it's like, Dang, me and the mom ain't talking no more, but I was super attached to the kid, and I kind of want to hit her up to see, like, how, how the, the kid's, kid's doing. doing. Right. Like, so you build the bond with the kid. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's it's difficult to navigate, um, especially I joke around about it, but <laughs> I don't think that I can have kids. I've tried to no prevail, obviously. <laughs> but um, it is difficult wanting them, and then I just think about, like, okay, I don't want it to sound strange or rude or anything, but like thinking about it, because I think about it often. I'm like, all right, let's say I can't have kids and I end up with a woman who has a kid already. And I love this kid like like it's my own. Mm -hmm. In the back of my mind, it's still gonna be that thing like I can't have a, I can't have my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like a kid that came from me and uh -huh. you. So that's kind of something that's blocking me from like going full on committed relationship with a woman with a kid 
just all the fact that I don't know if I'll ever be able to have my own, and that's kind of scary. So if there, if I if I meet a woman who don't want kids or something like that, maybe that's the type of woman I need to be with. You know, that'll probably be a little easier to navigate, knowing that she don't want them or can't have them. Because I've dated women that could not have kids at all, and um, that was that was very much easy to navigate. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't it wasn't hard for me at all. But dating a woman with a kid, that is the only thing that would stop me. The baby daddy part, too, but only to a certain extent. So it's interesting, man. It's a really crazy dynamic. But it, at the end of the day, it's all about the kid to me. Like, yep. even if me and the woman aren't on good terms, I still would want your child to have everything they need. So yep. it, is, it is difficult. You want the kids to prosper out here. Yeah, facts. Chris I, love the kids. I love kids too. I can't wait to have my little tights. Yeah. Two max though. I'm cutting my shit off after that. I'm really living through Zach, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I I'm, can't imagine when I have kids, you're gonna lose it. Bro, man, <laughs> man, I'll come babysit for free. <laughs> I am not joking. I love kids, man. That's oh, I know. Very much. But um that's a good conversation. Well, how do y'all feel? Um okay, so I went to a I went to a party last night. Not a party, but a get-together. My best friend, shout-out to Catrice. Love her to death. She um, came back from L.A. She threw a party. It was a couple of creatives there, and it was a journalist there. Mm. And we had a talk about dating. Okay. And I was just like, you know, I really I really don't see a lot of journalists like we, like that are, like, in relationships and stuff. It's kind of weird to see, like, unless you're, like, a top, like, ESPN reporter or, yeah. like, a news anchor, like, that type of stuff. But, like, the us right here, like, the writers, the interviewers, the... And I was telling him, like, just giving him a scenario, and he was like, it's not going to work. And I was like, what? And he was like it's not going to work because people don't understand the creative field. It's like if you're dating somebody who comes from a very strict like career background and you're like, oh, I'm a journalist or I, I write music, mm -hmm. their, their question is going to be, how do you like? How are you making money? Like, how is that? What's your long time? Like, that type of stuff. They don't understand mm -hmm. the creative process. That's that so, is true for some, yeah, for some people for sure. Well, what basically what I'm getting at is like, do you feel, do y'all feel as though creatives need to date creatives? Ooh, um, see, okay, Shelby's not a creative in in this aspect. Right. She um, she has creative tendencies, but she's not like making music. She's not an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, so ours worked out fine. But I think that's more of, uh, I think personality matches first mm -hmm. before any of that stuff. Um, honestly, I would say it depends on what type of creative you are. Yeah. Um, because it could go bad too. Cause I could see it like a musician dating a musician uh, and then you try to critique each other. It's like, that could get qu quite yeah. tense but at times. I mean, you see B, B and J do music together. Yeah. yeah. But there's things like that as well. I'm saying I could see both sides of Will what and happened. Jada. I'm yeah. sure Jada was like, "Wow, wow, let's my now actors." I can, but creators, yeah, you know, I, what I'm actors. Saying? I can. That would probably be the easiest. Yeah, because like, I'm just acting when I come home. I'm just gonna be Will Smith. I'm right. not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not the character anymore. Um, yeah, I think musicians are probably the weirdest one, just because you never know kind of how. I I do believe, 
and I didn't always feel this way, but as I again, I get to sit back and look at everybody's relationships and what y'all's core thing is. Mm -hmm. Like, I really feel like my core thing is around music writing or producing mm -hmm. or even listening to listening to music is a big part of making music you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i know oh, a lot of absolutely people skip that step you know what i'm saying yeah, which is you gotta ridiculous. be a fan of this shit first to even want to do it right so for sure i think music taste for me was is important um and then from there you know getting bringing that person into my world and then you know my significant other at that time bringing me into theirs mm -hmm. and we get but see creative creatives just have a, a a like a thing like a a base we both understand that we're creating stuff and yeah. it's gonna be so we already had that mutual respect for each other regardless but i, I think, mean yeah i think that will work well for you yeah for sure <laughs> but then i don't know though because like I never dated anybody else that exactly. I, that's why I said I think that would be good for you because yeah, I think so. if you got like a, a creative chick who's actually like creating, like yeah. she could be like push you like, oh, I never thought about that. Like right. you're bringing shit out to me. I never, I never thought about. See what happens. That's that's what a good woman will do, you bro. But then I noticed like in all, like in my like uh, like important not important all of them meant something, but like my relationships, I've tried to get my significant other to like maybe we should you know um maybe you should kind of like find artists that you like that are local and like tell me about them mm -hmm. trying to get her into things so she kind of is like all right like hey what do you like about this guy or what you don't like an a r so to speak i, I definitely tried to do that <laughs> did not work um I dated a dancer, like not like exotic, but like school dance. Like hey, even if she was, man. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just support saying. Support the strippers, baby. Um, all day. Um, she was a creative in her own right, and she she actually writes poetry and books and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's cool because we're always critiquing each other's work as well. But um, that didn't that didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like I don't know, man. It's hard to date a creative. It really is. It is. Like especially. Someone like I could imagine what it was like to date Prince, somebody like Prince. That was probably hard because he's keep, <laughs> like as the music evolves, you're evolving how you dress, yeah, what, what your mindset is that year or month. Like it's super. Also, he's fucking Prince. Yeah, it's like, like, like so that's it's, already intimidating yeah. enough, right? Yeah. So I mean, he's probably prettier than you are. So that's like, also that's, a fact. <laughs> so it's like, man, like it's just. It's just weird. Somebody just got to go through that process with you and understand it. It's difficult, though. Yeah, but also, um, I've never dated a creative before. Is that crazy? Yeah, I've never dated a creative before. I don't before. think I have either. Yeah, I've never dated one. Um, but I think it is cool, like, talking to people that aren't creatives. It's really cool for them to see, like, the inside world of, like, what's going on. Like, they get to witness your creative process yep. and then – they see the end result and they're like, damn, this came out good. Like, you know what I mean? I put Shelby on a bunch of games, so. What's up? I tried that too. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> but this is the thing. Wow, what I'm seeing is the underlying prop is Chris Miner. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a fact. I'm, I'm definitely the issue. But the reason is because music to me, man, that shit's everything, man. So, yeah. like, if I'm making something... Let's say I'm in a room, we in a room chilling, mm -hmm. and I'm just doing my shit. Mm -hmm. 
if you don't if you don't seem interested in that part of it then i can't really and that's the part though you yeah know? no that's yeah like for sure that's the part like when you're coming up with it like if you don't see like and that was very difficult for me to kind of just brush off mm -hmm. because no, i was that, like no i i you know completely agree that would make yeah. that would definitely irk me so that's like, that's that's why i'm like i don't even like i'm glad i learned how to record myself because i i feel it you know what i'm saying yeah. and i could just sit in there and tinker all day yeah and not have but then i've dated women who love that process and will film me doing it and be like yo that's fucking amazing so i've seen both sides just in the latter years it's just like if you know you being with me and see how much i love this mm -hmm. you should at least give it a try that's how i feel but if it's not for you it's not for you and we can bond over something else but that's a big that's a big thing for me no for sure because i'm expecting to get the ugly faces when i'm doing shit or like wow I, I i'm listening to what you're saying or what you're writing and it sounds good like i just i mean not in the last few years so it's and then really they good. get to the point where she's like oh, maybe you should try add, add an 808 and like, then i'm oh, like get shit. out get out <laughs> no no yeah. she said, maybe you should buy it's, <laughs> it's so it's like some people i'll be like okay maybe because you know you know she'll be listening like dissects our yeah, podcast like yeah, all the time yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. she'd be like tell chris i said this yeah I'm like, all right i'll yeah, tell him yeah um <laughs> She like listen, listens. It's yeah. it's it's very, it's uh it's, it's a process. Like everything, it's weird. This is probably the longest I've been single. Good. How long have you been single for? Since August. Good. And do what she said. Enjoy yourself. I mean, well, you, know. you know, I you know I more life. More life. I have yeah. been, but I'll just be honest, man. The. The process of doing this shit is lonely as fuck. Cause you, you're not alone. I know. I know. I'm not. You got me. Bitch. Yeah, you. I got all y'all. <laughs> like facts. But still, it's still something different. Like I ain't. I don't have nobody to like lay down and share these thoughts with. And when I do, be talking to like women about whatever's going on, I try my hardest not to make it the whole conversation about me. Yeah. Even though I want it to be, mm -hmm. because I'm really trying to express like to my core what I'm trying to get out. Yeah. And it's taking a long time for me to hit bottom. So you like I got it all out. And it's it's just a process. Hey, the album's out, man. That helped. It really yeah. did. I wanna while you're talking about it, I'm not gonna say the name of the person, but this shit touched my soul, bro. Oh god. I'm not gonna lie. Is it a review? Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. Um this person said, I just love your brain so much. And I was like, that means, you know, that means a lot to me. Um, she was like, everything you say is right. You really loved my ex, didn't you? She was like, it hurts me. I said, it, I did, but ultimately I just needed to express myself. And then she said, it hurt me that you f uh, feel those things, but it also makes me feel grateful that you made made it into something that could help me deal with my feelings. Right. Knowing I'm, the, knowing I'm not the only one. I just really love your brain and your heart. I was like, yes, that's what we do this shit for. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say that, like, creatives speak a deep, like, when I say a deep love language, it's, like, so into depth that only a person's mind that can expand will understand, and people that are truly in touch with their inner self, it's <laughs> so deep. Yeah, like, it is. It's so deep. So deep, and it's just like, what y'all, what would y'all niggas would do without creatives? Nothing. I've yeah, there would be, there would be nothing. Like, what would we do? 
Like a movie would without music is nonsense. A music yeah. without a movie without sound or a movie without actors. Imagine that. Like, like <laughs> Queen and hell. Slim. So Queen have you guys seen Queen and Slim? Chris refused to see it. Yeah. So Well, okay. Well, just like how you said there's no like music without movies without music is just like uh so um, it was a part in the movie. You're not going to watch it. So. Yeah, no, it was no. a part in the movie where after the cop, uh, they get done killing the cop, the guy was like panicking and they played uh, Marvin Sapp. He saw the best in me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that hit like crazy in the movie theater, yeah. but it See? was just like so powerful. You were like, like mm. The, and I was tipsy too, so I'm like, <laughs> I was really, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was really feeling it. Like I was, it was. I don't know why that touched me. Mm -hmm. It was so powerful. But just like I said, music, we need y'all. Yeah, and we need each other. Like music, I know it's like a lot of. I don't know, man, because I look at this shit from all angles of music, from like day one to like where we are as a community. Cause it started with who's better, Biggie J or Nas. Mm -hmm. Then that energy stuck in me. I got to be the best. I gotta like I gotta I gotta rap. Yeah. I gotta rap. I gotta out rap all these niggas. Then you get to the Kanye, Drake, the little Tyler. Like we could talk about our feelings now and our thoughts and you know peacefulness. And now it's kind of like let's just have fun. There's some music cutting through where people are actually saying something and whatnot. But um, ultimately, man, the journey of trying to figure out where a creative like yourself fits in in all this it's a scary one mm -hmm. because i look i pay attention to what people like and the personalities that these people have yeah and so i'm like how do how how do you how does this person draw that person in like what what is it about them you know what i'm saying kanye for me was just bigger than life it was easy for me to fit because i like making beats i like getting fly and i like that braggadocious like mm -hmm. i like also, that shit that yeah, for me it was the sounds. Like yeah. I'm all about soundscapes. So right. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Cause I was like, my mom was very eclectic with music when I was growing up. I would listen, she would listen to rap, mm -hmm. uh, jazz, all, rock. I was listening to all this shit. I still hate country <laughs> music. I don't know fuck with country music. But I was I grew up on blues and gospel music. So but all the soundscapes, so I was like, right. yo. And then when Kanye came out, like Jesus Walks, yeah, right. right? I was mm -hmm. like, Whoa, yeah, what is going on? And then I hear the album, like, yo, what yeah. is going on? And then the, I heard late registration. I was like, yo, what is yeah. it? Yeah, late registration got me hooked, though. Like, yeah. I was in I was in to win from that point. I was still lingering. I mean, I was there for uh, late registration. Not definitely going back. And but I'm realizing. older than you, too, so yeah. yeah. But when graduation hit, I was like, oh. That that was the one. That was yeah. the one that kind of got everybody. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. and then eight oh eight. A like, three peak. Like yeah, was, yeah come on. Man. <laughs> Remember when can't tell me nothing came out. Come on, bro. Well, I was a, that that watching that video changed everything. Bro, I was a junior in high school when I came out. Can't changed, tell me nothing is. Whew. Changed everything. The video. He was wearing a big ass scarf. With bro, the he was in the fucking desert. Yeah, with, yeah come <laughs> on, dog. Come on, man. That changed everything. Bro. No, I used to wrap this shit down the hallway. Everything, bro. Oh that god. changed everything. I'm, oh my god. Listen, that. Yeah, Kanye. <laughs> Kanye was in his bag, man. You got to really think. I was thinking about this the other day. Kanye changed the way niggas dressed. Yes, they like Kanye changed the way stores saw fashion, and then mm -hmm. they start bringing in the the fake ball main jeans and all the shit they saw Kanye wearing. Like it became yeah. a product in their stores. Think and then 
Thank God for Pharrell too. My oh God. yeah, Pharrell. No, he brought the man. he brought the the Japanese streetwear here and, and skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Into, like oh making that God. mainstream made it okay to be weird, man. Yeah, I'm it was, a two thousands Pharrell freak. Like hey. when I say yes. I. And what's crazy is yes. I didn't realize how great it was until I got older. Oh, yeah, and never And I'm, do. like, going back and listening to that it's, girl, like, beautiful. It's timeless. It's timeless. He knew what he was doing. Of course. He's for real. Yeah. I love him. He doesn't age. He looks the fucking same. That's a fact. Do you guys know uh, Steve Lacey? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Steve Lacey kind of reminds me of a, like... For real? He's a and, boss, man. In a sense, because his beats are now, like, signature. Like, I know a Steve Lacey beat when I hear it. Oh, like, I cool. know. I know it. He made his album on an iPad. That was an iPhone. Either way. Yeah, that's still different. He made it on an iPhone? Yeah. I think he made he, it on an iPhone, what? yeah. Yeah. I know he made a beat for Kendrick on the iPhone. Yeah. That was on. He just uh, be doing his thing. That was on um, Damn. He did a beat on there. Dang, that's crazy. Yep. So, who, so who are some of the people that you listen to that gets you inspired? Inspired? Um, I would say, God, Dreamville for sure. Okay. I just got into collaborate. Love him. Oh, I never oh heard of him. Oh my God, he's he's amazing. Collaborate's amazing. I saw his uh, studio. What is it? Colors, the color studio performance. Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like. Who is this? Yeah, I got you hooked, right? Yeah. Colors so is I, dope, though. Yeah, yeah, I started listening to his music, and I was like, oh, my God. I love Larry June. Larry June speaks hard, that. Hard, He speaks a boss language. Like, mm. his music is not all about, like, doing this with a girl, doing that. He's, like, chopping it up. I'm chopping it up with Jewish people, and we doing this, and yeah. we doing that. It's, like, some real money. Larry June's hard. Real money shit, but um, like JID, um, there's a guy named David the Tragic that yeah. I really love, mm-hmm. and his music is so weird, but I love it. It's mm. just like a I haven't heard that one either. Y'all, you're putting me on because I don't know none of these. People. <laughs> I, well, I knew I knew everybody else but that one. Yeah, right. Dave the Tragic. Dave um, the Tragic. Okay. Dave the Tragic. Nobody knows who that is right now. I pray he blows up. Um, he has a song that I listen to called. Uh, um, he talks about how like people be telling him he's a piece of shit and all that stuff like that, but it just sounds it just it I don't know. I can it's like I can feel him during the song. Yeah, he looked weird, but I'm in it. Yeah. His album's called Bender. Bender. Yeah. Is it the one where he has on a, like a burgundy? He's in the front of a brick wall. So not that. It's it's a specific song oh, that's in my Apple Music. It's a song Nature World. That's in front of so, a burgundy wall. That's on an album called Nature World. Okay, go to Nature World. Uh huh. There's one that has a star. Where? What is it? It's Margaret and Moving. One of the two. Margaret. Okay, that's Margaret. The, that's is the intro. My shit. Okay. Um. Does Young Thug count? Yeah, of course. Okay. The <laughs> uh, Young Thug. Love Young Thug. Um. Who else? But Dom Kennedy. Love Dom. Love old Dom. I miss Dom. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I'm very happy for him because he got married. He has, you know, he's doing great. But I miss the I miss the old Dom too. Damn that that Dom Big Crit Chip the Ripper <sighs> era. Fuck. Fuck. It'll never be the same. Fuck. Yeah. Just like the Uzi Twenty One Savage and Yachty came out in the summer, like summer of twenty. I think it was twenty. 15, 16. I know Thug because he had this song called Ecstasy Pills that I fu- Khalil played it for me. I know what the fuck 
Like, what is this? Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, bro, what is yeah, this? Yeah, shit? no. When you the, I was about, what is going on right now? I don't know. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. I like it. I don't know what it is. That ecstasy pill song is fucking. I remember phenomenal. when No Heart came out. I used to play that shit all the way. Oh my god, all the time to my house. Yeah, bro. Every no time. No Heart. Yeah. That was another song too. I can't remember. It was a Twenty One song. Fuck. Yeah, I used to play it in my car all the way to the house every time. Bro, that No Heart was something stupid. For real. I, I question people that don't have um, Webby's Savage Life. Oh, come on, man. On their Apple Music. We know or what it just is. Like, I'm glad they finally added it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's some wake up G yeah. shit. Wake up music. It, it kind of reminds me of Bowie's Parking yeah, Lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there was a... Um, there was a time we all had went to the movies. We went to Six Flags Mall. But it was like an R-rated movie and they wouldn't let us in without IDs. Which was weird because I never got ID to go to a movie before. Especially that Tinseltown. That's weird. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. So me and Ty, I was with Tyshawn. Well, we was with a bunch of, but me and him didn't have our ID. So we walked to that McDonald's that's right there before you get on 30. That oh. used to be right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We walked all the way down there from. Damn. The, yeah. That's pretty far. And so I, I don't know even know why we walked all the way down there. I think we was like going to this. I don't, I don't fucking remember. But the cops had pulled up on us. And they like sat us on the curb and was like, why are y'all doing this? Why are y'all doing that? I was like, hey, we just couldn't go to the movies. We walked. He was like, well, people said y'all were like looking in cars and all that stuff. Because we had like, we crossed through this like um, like motel situation. Mm-hmm. And we had to jump down to like ground level. So I could see why they would say that. But niggas wasn't like trying to break in. Like we was just like making a shorter path. Yeah. So uh, by the end of it. Me and Tom was just like, man, fuck the police, man. La, 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 la. <laughs> so they came and picked us up from the where uh, the little gas station we were at after their movie. And the whole ride home, we played for like, the police, like uh, boosting and whipping and shit. Yeah. And that was like a moment I remember because it was really that feeling. Yep. Like, you bitch, you ain't shit yep. you know, without that bad, you were a bitch <laughs> yeah. in the hat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, nigga. Like, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Boosie and Webby was like always. I mean, if you're from the South, man, that's like they yeah. were they're heroes in Jackson, bro. My oh, yeah. cousins put me on them when I used to go out there in the summer, and I was just like, man, what the fuck? I just remember uh, 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 my favorite Webby moment oh. is when that security guard tried to stop because he's sagging, mm-hmm. and he's like, "How am I supposed to stop sagging with four G's in my pocket, homie?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, boy." <laughs> Too many I'm, moments with them, bro. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, Webby and Webby played a significant part in my high school years yeah i could imagine played a significant part in my high school years no that's a fact like that also um i went to the millennial tour oh wow oh okay oh my god i don't care about b2k but let's talk (gasps) about yin yang twins and a pretty ricky oh yeah oh my god something i say it all the time pretty ricky they have a they're legendary like they're legendary the Blue Star album? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Blue Star album. <laughs> like, I don't think they, like, I really want to interview Pretty Ricky because I want to let them know from someone who's a little younger, like, your music, y'all played a significant part in, we shouldn't have been listening to that, you know. No, we shouldn't have. <laughs> no, that's, that, okay, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. I went back and listened to that album. It's not a good album. I'm sorry. I, what, Blue Stars? <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I mean, quality wise, it's it's just I'm like, yo, pleasure, please, like really carrying this shit. Yeah, of course. But but, I mean, the hits are fine because they're hits. But I'm like, yo, this album's really 
Really uh, bad. AJ nothing but a number. That beat, bro. That shit was you hard. Say that shit was hard, bro. That shit was hard. You know, <laughs> think about it. I mean, the production was kind of, you know. But it was that time period. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I ain't mad at it. But I mean, he literally said, pretty Ricky 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 in the Mavericks. I'm like, what the fuck? No, but like the Yin Yang twins came out. Fire. Oh, no, I love the Yin Yang twins. Oh, my God. They, Come on, they made a whole song whispering. Who does that? They played um, Whistle While You Twerk. Yeah, Whistle While You The girls went crazy. I bet started y'all did. shaking ass, yeah, like in right the in the middle of the stairs. Like, y'all, it was like. I wish dudes would have went. It was like, I seen a couple dudes, but that's right. what they girls. But it was like two dudes that had the whole 2000s fit. Yeah. And I was like, I fuck with y'all. Like, y'all are. I <laughs> they was had like, tall tees on or what? Yeah, they had <laughs> tall jerseys, like yeah. tall Laker jerseys there we with go. the horses and the like baggy shorts. Mm. And they, it was just them two. They came as bros. And I actually, they were sitting in front of us and I was watching them. They play, yeah, Yin Yang Twins set the standard. No, nah, facts. Especially when they used to link with Lil Jon. Like, uh, I love the Yin Yang Twins. Bro, I love them. But I love B2K, too. No, nah, B2K okay. hard. B2K <laughs> that was, hard. That was my shit. Yeah, I fuck with B2K. NSYNC and B2K was facts, like. Facts, like, facts, facts, facts. I was facts, like, yes. Facts, all facts. that. You don't like B2K? No. <laughs> are, are, I liked how they looked. You don't like Amarion and them? That's what we call him, Amari. Oh, yeah. no, oh my God, y'all should have saw him at the concert. Like he was, was like, it? "All right, I'm gonna let y'all perform y'all's little two songs, and then I'm gonna just take over." We heard Icebox. We heard um, Touch. Gotta be Icebox is awesome though. I mean, it is. We heard Touch. It was his show. Like he was like, "Okay, y'all get I'm two okay songs, and then I'm, okay I'm next." That. No facts. I miss Bobby. Well, actually, Bobby Valentino. I think we miss him, but I love Bobby Valentino. Yeah, he hard. really. I fuck with- I yeah. fuck with the uh, like honestly, people forgot he existed. Yeah, like, he, I fuck with anonymous heart, but that's because he signed a ludicrous. That was his fault. But. Yeah, yeah, facts. What about um, you know, I was listening to young. I be like just randomly listening to old shit, but like Young Jock was pretty. Did y'all ever like him and T Pain? I had his album. A, yeah, uh, bar t- or not buy uh, buy you buy you a drink was amazing. Yeah, no, that no look, T Pain's production. Literally, it reminded me of stuff Timberland would have did, mm-hmm. and God, I love I love his songwriting, and I love his like I, I love T I love T Pain. Those first two albums were, uh, all, well, I, all three Three Rings was fire. I like Three Rings. Yeah, you I like you liked uh, Rapper Turn Singer. Yes, Epiphany. <laughs> yep, and then Three Rings. Yep, don't don't like yeah. It just sucks that everybody took his style. And he uh, kind of yeah. couldn't. That's what, hey, when you're a trendsetter, though, that's what yeah. happens, man. And then Jay Z doing that. That motherfucker pulled up t- to the Grammys with an elephant, bro. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Crazy. Nah, T Pain was ahead of his time, definitely. A lot of people were. Uh, that 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 uh, I'm in love with a stripper remix was so fucking iconic, bro. What? Like, yeah, that was yeah. I love that. I love I love T Pain. T Pain's fucking phenomenal. Um, mm. he had a girl group too. Oh, to Nappy Boy. They were signed. Yeah, I forgot what they were. So Sophia Fresh. Oh, how did they go? Uh, it's. I don't even remember that. It, you remember Neither. the okay three ring circus? The you know how he was doing all the illusion videos like they were like the same. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the girl who had like the um like bohawk thing going on? Bro, this was. Bro. I remember her. <laughs> okay. I remember her because she was I in all his videos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that's too but long anyway, ago. She's in it and like two other girls. Were and, they on the album at all? Maybe I don't. Okay. 
But they had one song come out, and Kanye's on it. Okay. Is it awesome? <laughs> it's not. It's kind of cringy. Okay, because he because that's not the only place people he signed. Because he signed the yeah the, the, the dude from uh, Gym Class Heroes, the mm-hmm. rapper Travis McCoy. Okay, he signed him. He signed his dude named like Cash Out or something. Cash Out's fire. I think I, I remember Cash Out. He that was one of his, and then I don't know. He just all that shit just fizzled out. Kanye's on this song though. It's called What It Is. But is it good, Chris? You're Kanye, not telling me. Kanye's good. It sounds like some shit T Pain would have made. He, you know, he wrote the song, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Kanye came in that whole spazzing, bruh. Okay. It was like it was back in the day when YouTube searching was like digging in crates. Now it's kind of like a lost art. But like back in the day, Obviously. you would hear some shit yeah. that you never heard before. Like unreleased, like you know, whatever. And I just came across it one day while I was looking for motivation. And you're like, what is this? And <laughs> Kanye did this shit, bro. And I was like, what the fuck? What did he say? He was like, um, you know, Kanye shit. But this was at that time, Kanye. He was like, your grandmother love me because I always dress in dress clothes. He got those lines. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I throw Baraka, but uh, you got my vote. And I like the girls with more ass than the models. Okay. Oh, he was like, okay. I had to chop my own voice. You know what I said? I did that. You know, he was talking shit at the end of the song. I was like, bro, this nigga Kanye the goat. <laughs> he can rap on anything. Yeah, I love, you know, we already know that though. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Slow Jams. You know, um, Kanye Jam classic. Of course. Oh my God. Twister's verse. Whew. And Overnight Celebrity. Oh, we're not celebrities. That's something else. Though. Amazing. Because Kanye. That's Pete Twister right yeah, there. Yeah, he never go top yeah, that one. That was... he, Kanye didn't have to fuck that beat up like he did either. Like, that beat is really incredible. I yeah, know. Say it again. Yeah. yeah no, no. That <laughs> shit is fire, dog. Uh, yeah. Man, nobody. Yeah, man. That shit crazy. Sample game. It's crazy to see how he evolved, too. Like, how he went from samples to, like, more. I, but every album sounds different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. That's what you want. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, what's next for you? Do you feel like like what's like something you're trying to get off your bucket list for 2020? <sighs> um, bucket list. What I'm trying to get uh, more interviews. Mm. Just more interviews, like more bomb ass content. I'm a big content person, right? Because I strongly believe you can put out a thousand interviews, but if it's not content worthy, nobody's gonna watch it. So, um, with this day and age, the attention span, like. It's pushing for content. Like, yeah. everybody needs dope-ass, like, fire shit. Because my attention span, just based off of mine, I can sit, a sit watch a sit-down interview, but I really just go to, like, the clips where I just will type in a clip. And I'm right. like, oh, shit, I remember that was funny. Like, just, like, stuff like that. Mm. So I would say more interviews. I feel that. Uh, it depends on me with the clips thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I much. I much rather watch a whole interview than try to find the clips because sometimes what led up to that question or mm-hmm. whatever, like those things are still important if you care about it. So yeah. your mind's a person thing. Like like the Will Smith interviews, I'll always watch the entire right. thing. Like the Big Sean and Joe Button did the pull I'll, up. Like, I'll watch that entire thing. I'm gonna watch that entire thing. Because Joe I know Button it'll be is, an interesting conversation. Yeah, and he's good at what he does. So I really think it's like once you earn the trust of the people, they'll watch. If you got a ten hour this documentary, if you aren't the trust, I'm just, <laughs> if you aren't the trust of the uh, people, I feel like they'll sit there and watch the whole thing because they, they like who you are. They know you're not going to pussyfoot around and you, yeah, you're going to ask the questions that need to be asked. So I guess it just depends on who's 
curating the content and ultimately because you gonna it's gonna be what it's gonna be just imagine if you like you catch an artist right before they like pop and it's like yo i got that you're doing that right now yeah exactly that's what you're so, doing right now so mm-hmm. you're in a good you're in a good position for yourself and, for the, sure. and then you always have that like yeah. i was i was there in the trenches i yeah. was there first <laughs> No, yeah. Uh, So that I would say definitely more interviews and just like dropping really good content. Definitely trying to hit the big leagues and trying to get some people when they come down to Dallas, Mm. like some artists when they come to Dallas, like because I'm ready. I think my my big one was like uh, O and B Bloodbath. I don't know if y'all know about her. She's like buzzing in Houston. She's so dope. Love her. Um, Meg The Stallion. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Oh, my girl Meg. My good girl Meg. Y'all around the same age too, huh? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Meg is like really a stallion. Like no, in she's, person. Yeah. She's tall. Oh yeah. And she's not like little. I saw her next to her bodyguard and I was like, holy shit. Like <laughs> and she's just turned twenty five. That's what's crazy. Cause she I mean, she was doing it in in school, bro. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily saying like how I'm talking about how she's built. Yeah. Like how these high school kids look like they are old as fuck. Hey, cornbread fat, baby. Yeah. We know what it is. She's from the South. She is. She's, is, she, is she as cool as she seems in person? Oh, my God. Because she seems she's super so cool. She's so dope. Like, I, bet, I yeah. was nervous, and she took over the intro because she was my very first interview. So wow. I'm, like, like, freezing up, and she was like, it's your girl, man. I mean, she was like, we finna have this bomb ass interview. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I fuck with you. <laughs> she tight. she has Southern, huh? Like, you can tell she's from Texas. Like, right. yeah. if you go to another state, you can always tell the people are there from Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You can tell she straight Southern hospitality. Gave me a hug, didn't, sat super close to me on the couch, was super cool. Even after, like, you know how so- after y'all just kind of depart. Right. I was like, can I take a picture? She was like, yeah, girl. We took, like, a lot of pictures because, of course, <laughs> yeah, girls are never right. satisfied. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's she's so sweet, like, super sweet. Yeah. Meg is really sweet. That's why I'm like, a lot of people, you know, on Twitter, when they start, like, running their mouth or whatever, and I'm like, y'all cannot say that Meg is not, like, genuine because she could easily be a B word if yeah. she wanted to be. But she with her fans, like, she's not. No. She's honest, for sure. I just see all the things she does. She always has her people with her. Yeah. She's doing a lot of cool shit. Like, yeah. She just seems awesome, man. And she's herself. That's the most important thing. One time for Meg. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Drop the bomb, <laughs> always. The bomb Meg. That's Meg. a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> no, no, I was... I lo- did, did you have questions? I remember you said you had a couple questions for us, too. Did you ask them all already? Um, oh, okay. So I wanted to ask y'all's opinion on like the Dallas rap scene. Like where <laughs> how do you view the Dallas rap scene? We 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 talked about what was it, two episodes ago or last episode? Last episode, the episode for episode before that. Like we always talk about that. Um well, what do we what are our opinions on it? Well, do you guys feel like um do you guys feel like it's stagnant? I do not. Mm-hmm. I do not. I just think we because we talked about it because of that cash page. cash page debacle that everybody was so worked oh, up about the video on Facebook. Yeah, uh, everybody was so worked up about it, and then um, she's kind of double back. I guess her. No, I seen she said she. I saw her tweet that she was out here and she was like at locals. Maybe that was an old tweet somebody found. I don't no, know. but she's she started like shouting people out on Twitter. Yeah, well, but uh, either way, 
Um, I don't think it's stagnant. Um, uh, I don't. I can't. We can never put our finger on what it is, but mm-hmm. it's because it's nothing. Like not the scene, but it's not an issue. Yeah, yeah I think we're everybody's trying yeah. to grasp for, but it's nothing really tangible. Because there's a oh, lot of yeah. stuff people are building here, and it's good here. But I think people want it to be like Miami or something like that's not. Yeah, that it's not. No, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be. We can mm-hmm. just be a Dallas thing. Yeah. My personal opinion on it. He always says, I'm not from Dallas. So I- exactly. <laughs> it doesn't even concern me. I live in Arlington. And like I, like we started out the podcast saying, all the artists in Arlington know each other. We all rock with each other. There's no bad blood. None. <clears throat> no I bad blood. I don't see Arlington rappers like beef with each other. They don't even be on Twitter like that. And if they are, they're yeah. not talking about music. They're just like, well, mm-hmm. oh, they'll just be like, ha ha. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sports or whatever yeah. else is going on. It's never about music. But I'm from Dallas, Chris. Yeah, I understand. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I but I also did say the people that we know yeah. don't beef either. No, they don't. It's it's people that I yeah. don't have any interaction with that are sit back and kind of business. doing the John. Everybody that I know is like, bro, I don't care. I'm just gonna make my own music. Yeah, fuck I, all this shit. Yeah, but shit like, like that, Joseph. Yeah, Coach Tev. Well, John Joseph's Doe. from Arlington. Though. Still though, I'm saying he doesn't get into the mix of oh, shit. No, like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You know, he's we, doing his own thing. Uh, yeah, doing your own thing is always gonna work. I mean, yeah. Plus, I feel like, I don't know, niggas, is like, it just depends on how accessible you make yourself. Yeah. Right. I feel like everybody sees everybody, so it's kind of like, uh, I saw you last week the, and all that, so it's... There's a point where, I mean, there's always people that are like, they think they're the man, so they can't, they don't want to let you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that happens a lot, um, because if we can make, like, a cool, some cool shit, like, it'll be even better. Yeah. But like there's people doing that, but it's overshadowed when you have the shit that just happened where everybody's like, why didn't she coast? She doesn't have uh, to co-sign anybody, bro. Yep. She no, doesn't she have doesn't. to, but I, well, we, we don't have to, we don't have to bring that back up. Yeah. But, but, but the, I'm, yeah. Well, actually, um, I saw the video and you know, even though people were like, I was just like, y'all can't really rip her, like rip, try to rip her up because, She's not from Dallas. Like, she's not from Dallas. She's from Grand Prairie, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and she's just young. like, she was stating her opinion. Like, that that's her opinion. Maybe she's not in the Dallas scene. Because, I mean, I live in Dallas, but I'm not really, like, it'd be people that everybody knows in Dallas that I don't know. Like, I just, I'm, like, in my own little, like, bubble in my own little world. I think that was kind of, I think that's probably um, most likely what she was trying to get at, but it came out. The, I, I said it was what how she said it, not what she said. Yeah. Because I get she's young. She probably doesn't know these people. She yeah. got signed at a young age, so she probably's been not around, here at all. And exactly. around motherfuckers yeah. who are like super established. Yeah. She's in mm-hmm. she's in Def Jam offices. What the fuck? Yeah. Does she like why would she know Dalton Smith or <laughs> Chris Miner right now? I, yeah. So but, I mean, um, it's the way she said it, and you know, sensitive. People are just sensitive. Always and forever. I mean, I'm sensitive. I took offense to it for the artist, though. Yeah. I just was like, man, like I said, whatever week that was, I was just like, if anything was going on in Dallas, like, you just, you just, like, killed it. Like, yeah, it's not even a, a afterthought now. Like I said, she kind of doubled back and started shouting people out on Twitter. That's cool. I'm glad she saw. But I'm sure they, like, told her. She was like, whoa, I didn't mean it like that, but let me get on this. She stood her ground. At first, I mean, 
But uh, it don't even fucking matter though. It's I know, like it doesn't. ultimately yeah. she doesn't. Don't. She doesn't owe us anything. That's Until, all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. We'll just keep. We'll just keep going. Yeah. I was gonna say something that probably. <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? It's uh, it's it's gonna sound really like bashful, but it's just how I am. Until I hear something that make me want to pay attention, then mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, no. A lot of people's caught my attention. But it just sounds weird because I'm not talking on a grand scheme. Of the- I'm not talking like from Drake. I'm talking about from like the local ex. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will. Yeah, make me listen, right? Yeah, but yeah. somebody could be like, yo, um, who the fuck are you? Like I said yeah. to her, like, who the fuck are you to tell me that you, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the that's like the yin and yang of being a creative and mm-hmm. listening to other creators that are up and coming because it's kind of like. <sighs> I know, I know I put in my 10,000 hours. I don't know if you just made your first song because I always say this, like producers that just started making beats this year mm-hmm. are, are like not better, but like in the moment they're better than somebody who's like been doing it for a, a long time. Yeah. yeah, It's just, it's not even by luck. It's just like, you know, it's hot. You know, you got the tools, you got the new, the yeah. newer shit, yeah. like all that. So it's going, you're going to, you're going to be able to catch one before somebody who's still using the NPC chopping their samples is because that's not where the game is right now. Yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, like, I feel like I'm even, I'm an elder statesman. I feel like because Niggas was out there at the Coffee Music Hub in downtown Dallas when Jesse Porter was throwing that shit and mm-hmm. and Kesey was managing me and she just had to like smoke a blunt with this nigga to let us per- like for us to perform like I would really be open up for Chip the Ripper legendary you know what I'm saying where is he Chip I don't know I don't know what Chip the Ripper yeah I don't know I honestly don't know either. I don't know. But, um, because he changed his name to King Chip, and yeah, then that's um, kind of the last thing I know that happened. But, I mean, I feel like I've earned the right to be like, nah, not in a bad way. I don't, I just would like people to put their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like I know what a best foot forward sounds like because I've been doing this shit since I was 16. I'm 28. So, oh my God, you're 28? I just turned 28. Oh. I know I don't look like oh, I'm about to be spry. 30 so youngish <laughs> Dang, youngish I'm, I'm a child how old are you no I'm just kidding I'm 24 oh yeah yeah. you know I graduated 2014 oh that sounds so bad it don't sound bad but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh nine yeah, yeah that sounds bad now that sounds bad oh nine I know I had wrong. my 10 year reunion last year yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy um but yeah I think people coming into the game and it what Whatever you do, like media or rap or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's just like the new thing and everybody's going to gravitate towards. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Like, and it's cool. That's why you like Jay-Z, perfect example. You saw him on that Blueprint 3 get Drake on the album and J. Cole mm-hmm. and um, who else was young on there? Cuddy. Like Man. he went back and reached and yeah. got the young guys to keep his sound fresh, mm-hmm. which is cool to do. I worked with a young producer on my album, very young, and he's great. Shout out to Da Vinci, he's very good. I um I wish that we could have like a. I know Joseph has their home team records, mm-hmm. which that's that's super dope. Um, I would love for it to be like more like. I wouldn't say like record labels or just something like a Swisher House or a Rap a Lot type yeah, situation. Yeah, like a something here because I feel like 
I, w- I don't want to say Dallas needs it, but I feel like it'll be really good for just like a look. It's just all the like, just think about it. All the bomb ass Dallas artists mm-hmm. that are performing, like the top names that are always at the showcases. So you got like Yak, you got Debbie Stones. You got, like, y'all said Coach Tev. Like, they're always on the lineup for, like, shows. Yeah. And, like, Joseph B. Anderson. Yeah. And I think it would be so cool if, like, it was just a house, like, up under that they all. But even then, that would have to be a pecking order for that to yeah. even. Because what does it look like? <laughs> what does it look like if uh, I went to Jonathan or Brandon or Tev and be like, look. I'm going to give y'all $15,000 con signing bonus, whatever. <laughs> y'all, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to Death Row Records. And I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> but because, but, but another thing about that is, bro, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like a lot of people understand the business. Yeah. If we had a Jay Prince in the, in the vicinity, uh, there'd be niggas that out, like, because Scarface, let's be honest, they shouldn't have made it, like, mm-hmm. out the gate the way that they did. If it wasn't for Jay Prince already having the money mm-hmm. and already having a name for himself, that that catapulted their career. Yeah. It's like, you know, Outkast doing shit with um, the Dungeon family and Diddy seeing that and being like, I'm finna pay for y'all first video. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it matters who's behind y'all. And we all, all, we all have this independent spirit. Like, we're going to do it the way we want to do it. We're going to yep. record our own songs. We're going to blah, blah, blah. But I think if that's, if anything, that is what's holding Dallas back. That there's no money, man. There's no dope boy out here that's taking half the money that he earned from the bricks and starting uh, big dog records mm-hmm. and signing everybody. Like, there's really nobody like that. And and, and in the fashion, like, Dallas would be the perfect place for a Diddy-esque type of nigga. Like, yeah. I dress well. I'm at all the parties. These are my artists. Y'all know them <laughs> all. Like, I got the bad chick or whatever the case. Yeah. Uh, my lawyers are Jewish. Like, we ain't got nobody like that. And we need, that's what, that's what Dallas or... That's what Dallas needs. That's what like any up and coming city needs. We saw how, um, we saw how Biggie got on. Biggie went and got on without Diddy mm-hmm. or Hove and Dame and uh, 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 Hoffa. If they didn't do what they did, like to spine, you know, all these other things. Like you need that, but nobody wants that, and that's what's yeah. needed. You can get somebody to throw all the sh- every show, all the live long day. But who's going to go in these offices and be like, look, these are my artists and they're good. And I put my money up behind them and they're signed to me. Who's going to be the next top dog in Dallas? Like, who's going to be the first top dog in Dallas? You understand? It's tough. That's what we need. That's literally what's missing. Yep. There's nothing else missing. We got the talent. We got people who curate shows. We got people that interview the people at the shows. Yeah, we, need mm-hmm. we got photographers. We got... Everything, producers, we got everything, but we do not have the money, man. We need to do the God and Cameron to run the street. We need Dipset, man. We need um, I talked to someone, I can't say her name, but um, I was talking to somebody, and the first question she asked me was, what do they have in Dallas? She's mm. like, well, when the artists come here, like, you know, like big artists mm-hmm. and tourists, she's like, uh, they, like, the record labels are asking us, like, what is there, like, what type of platforms do they have in Dallas besides... The oh. concert that they're doing. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, when people go to Atlanta, they're stopping by this place and right. this person to do an interview and this person right. to do an interview. And then they go to L.A. It's like endless. Yep. We don't have we don't, no infrastructure. That's what Dallas is missing. But this is the thing, though. It can't. 
I don't see I don't see any of the artists that we named here today. Um, and I could be I could be very wrong, but if a guy if a guy just walked in and said, "Look, I just started a label. I got chains and checks for all y'all signing me." Mm-hmm. I I can't really see nobody that's kind of already established on their own doing that. Mm-hmm. So you really got to go for the niggas that's young and hungry. Not on no like on no like um like we're exploiting these artists. Like I really believe in the craft and I believe in you and we finna get this shit rocking. Like mm-hmm. Russell did at Dev Jam or whatever. Like that's we don't have anything. The the Vibes Texas is cool. I I never been, but I I know everybody performs I've there. Been. Oh, it was y'all. I broke my pockets up there because (laughs) I'm really big with like underground clothing. Oh, yeah. And when I say like I was just like in awe of the paintings, the just the little accessories that they had, the clothing. Ugh, I was in a whole different world. I was in my element, honestly. There you go. You know what? That's what I want to do. I want to do it. I'm gonna do it. What when I'm when I'm done rapping, bro? When I when I'm when I'm getting. I'm gonna start a label, bro. I'm finna sign these niggas. That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, you, of course, we gotta go 50 50. You're my partner. But we gonna get this money and we gonna do it, bro. Are you gonna, uh, we gonna do death it. Death Row Records? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We hanging niggas out the balcony all day. Right across the street. Well, what hotel is that? I mean, uh, yeah, Hotel Omni. What is that across the street? What? The hotel across the street. Omni's over that way. So, what's across? What's right here? The, the church right here? No, there's a hotel right yeah, there. Yeah, the Omni's right there. Yeah, okay. We hanging niggas off the uh, 50th floor, man. You guys are so funny. Trying to contract and, you know what I'm saying, yeah, get this done legitimately. I like how you just slid me in. There's a 50% partner with you that I got to go in on with you on. Don't We going to figure it out. I'm not giving you any money. Well, Chris. not the money, <laughs> but I'm talking about the business. Okay. Yeah. I go find the artists, just handle the business, and we going to build these niggas up. Okay. We going to find the engineers. We gonna find the producers. We are gonna get the artists. That's what. That's that's my. That's like my, my ten year plan. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I've decided. What's yeah. today? Uh, today is February sixteenth. Starting the label. Ten years. I'm gonna be forty. Chris, don't do this to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, nigga, you definitely be living your best life, man. Because uh, we gonna have. I'm gonna have kids. Or, or even like <laughs> what they did in um Atlanta with the Migos and uh, Yachty and everybody who signed to Quality Control. Street niggas putting their money together and now they rubbing shoulders with the fucking president and Jay-Z and all this shit. Like this is it's obtainable, but nobody wanna one, sacrifice their money. Two, that's not be the, not not be the nigga that's not in the spotlight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's hard for mm-hmm. anybody to like give up, especially if you feel like you can't do it. You know, like, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there was a nigga on the team who was like, nigga, I ball just as good as Kobe. I'm not passing the ball. I'm gonna take the shot. You know what I'm saying? Was it true? I don't know. He's but wrong. Was, yeah, he was wrong. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it's very hard for somebody to give that type of power up. Yeah. You gotta think. A lot of people don't even have. Like, that's the only power that they have. And there's somebody who got more power than you, and you feel a way about it. But anyways, I definitely want to do that. I, I definitely want to draw up. A t- 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 wow, you heard. 40. Yeah. You heard it here. That's a fact. Drop a, a bomb, man. A, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is for you. Like all the you money that I garner garnished over the years from the music, like through my distribution and publishing, mm-hmm. that's definitely going into the the dream, bro. So I need to make more music and that people want to hear, so I can take that money and put it and invest it into these artists that's gonna need it ten or twenty years down the line. Because if ten or twenty years down the line, if my kid walks in my room 
and be like, Dad, look what they're talking about on whatever the new app is at the time. It's virtual as a shit. So the shit popping up like some Tony Stark shit. And we scrolling through the shit. And the same, not same, but artists who do this, going good this, do this, good this. You're not going to feel the way. You're not going to be like, bro, yeah. these niggas still doing the same shit <laughs> we was doing when I was your age. No, nigga. I'm, I've decided, nigga. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad. Decided. Facts. Um, yeah, another thing uh, that I would say is, okay, so I I went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta. Um, and just like hearing just the stories of like how – everybody is so ready and willing to help like in atlanta mm, yeah like everybody's just so willing to help like it's just like a do you need something do you want something like who can i hook you up with who can i it's not a lot of that in dallas because no. i will say everybody is for themselves oh yeah that's everybody's a fact. for themselves there's not a lot of that like um i think i was reading a story about how like gucci man would let i don't know if it was the migos or young thug like he would let them come in the studio for free and just Migos, yeah. Migos, let them come to the studio for free. Uh, you got Young Thug, he has gonna like look heat and all in how he just supports. They pay it forward all the time, yeah. Exactly. So it's just like we don't. That's the that's a big thing. That, yeah, that's huge. the big hole. That's huge in Dallas. That's missing. It's that's the big huge, hole. Man. It's just like all the artists are are like they have their friends, and then it's like when it comes to other artists, it's like. I'm telling you, man. But look, we we revere Top Dog. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We love him. You gave us some of the best music in the last 10 years. You know what I'm saying? You signed yeah. these niggas. You saw something in them that the world was going to see. Mm -hmm. And they did that shit. Get Top on the phone. Now, everybody know who Top Dog is. Like, that's it, like, we, got, we got to do that. We got to. We have to. <laughs> we have to. Because it, it come to a point, bro, where it's like... We Okay, so funny thing about Top Dog is they have actually a big tie with Dallas because they actually signed, but when they were four, they were up huge. They actually signed that group, the Misfit. I what are they called? The I remember the uh, what is their outfit the, Texas? No, not outfit uh. Texas. Um, I'm we did a bunch of shows with them. I'm trying to remember that it was two guys. Misfit. One of them was uh Brandon, Brandon Blue. Uh, he was a producer. The other guy was a rapper. I can't remember the name. I know Blue. Blue produced some shit for Jaden. So did, uh, so Blue is still technically signed to them. Right, okay, that's what's. Uh, I don't know about the rapper though. The guys, nah, but they were signed as a group to Top Dog. Oh, that's fine. And they did. They did a Top Dog show. I was at the show with Kendrick, Schoolboy uh, Q, and then they were there. That's tight. And they opened up, so they were actually signed. And I was like, I was that was like, oh shit, this just about to happen, but it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, Blue did uh Icon. That group that group Jayden. Yeah, that group broke up. Right. But I'm trying to remember their name, bro. I do remember a group being called Misfits something. It's I don't think I don't, I don't know if it's Misfits, but it was like something in that realm. That makes sense though. I think it was. Yeah. I know Brandon remember. <laughs> what um I was thinking about um like I was saying earlier when uh, we used to go do those shows at the uh, Coffee Music Hub in Dallas. And uh, we used to see... Um, Just hearing that right now. ADHD. What, what was that? Or, or ADD, ADD Plus. Yeah. And um, there was another guy. Boy, they hate each other now. But yeah. Topic and... <laughs> there was Topic... Was there a dude named Topic out here? Yeah, so so Topic. Yeah, yeah. And then what's the other dude that we saw at um, Off The Record? Was that Topic? Abstract. What's the other dude's name? That's Topic. That was Topic. There's somebody else like that. 
Oh, and I, and I was thinking about Blue the Misfit. That's why I wanted to say that that bad. Topic and somebody else. It was a name like that. Like it was like topic or reason. It was like something along those lines. His name. But Topic is a dude that had the fro, right? Yeah, he lives in LA now, but yeah. Okay. Uh, I definitely remember seeing we he took me on a walk somewhere. It was wild. Me and Kesey too. I think she I think they were finna smoke, but we were we were all set to perform at that time. Yeah, Topic's cold but, though. Yeah. Um I think that was him. I don't know. But anyways, good times. Good times, good vibes. But we we're an hour forty six, bruh. Yeah. I'm yeah. coming. Sorry. No, you're good. Do what you gotta do. So I, <laughs> yeah. That's an awkward. Oh, uh, coming. Oh, yeah. My bad. Um, I didn't really yeah, Daya, I'm coming. One time. <laughs> um we, we can we, it's we can wrap. We're about to wrap it up right now. Well, just stay there because I'm on Commerce Street. How far is that from Commerce? Where's she um, at? Um, she's at this place called, uh, what is it? Tadacio. You know where it's at? By the happiest hour. Uh, I know where the happiest hour. Okay, is. I'm coming. No, we're we're about to be done, like right now. No, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> no, nah, we we're, we're really finna wrap. We're about to wrap it up. I'm I'm on my way. I'm coming. She just like hung up in my bed. Oh, I know, I know, I know where this is at. How far is it from here? Six minutes. Oh yeah, we'll drop you off. Oh, you don't have to, guys. You sure? Positive. Okay. Oh. Be? Hey, I'm <laughs> gentlemen. Um. Yeah, you, as you heard, she has to go. Yeah, good talk though. I yeah. do appreciate you coming. Oh, you guys, I feel bad because no, 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 we usually we usually cut it off at an hour thirty. And oh, yeah, we've already hour, gone over. Yeah, yeah so. hour fifty. Oh my god, yeah. bring me back. I no, love you. Yeah, you can come back whenever you want, anytime. We're no, gonna be here. I enjoyed it. Thank you guys for even thinking of having me on the show. No, I had to. I had to. I gotta write the set every time. Um, any closing remarks before? Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> there you go. You don't want to plug anything? Plug. Oh, follow me on Instagram, Michaela TV. It's Michaela TV with the underscore. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, I'm thinking about changing my. To, oh. to what? I don't know yet. It's oh, kind of hard when I've been sticking to Michaela TV, but right. I'm I'm thinking about changing it from Michaela TV. When so we'll see. Yeah. But for now, um, follow go. me on Instagram. Follow me, subscribe on YouTube. I'll be dropping some more bomb ass shit. Indubitably. Uh, Anything else, Chris? The album's out. There you go. <laughs> go stream that you shit. You must take me for a joke. You must take me for a joke. It's like 15 minutes. It will waste no time of your day. And it's good. So. It's eight songs. Well, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I All got. right, brother. Oh, well, my grandma's birthday is next Saturday. That's right. We will not be recording. Uh, uh, she's turning eighty. So we won't have an episode turn, next week. Yeah, we won't have an episode next week. So y'all just gotta. But the playlist will be all of Chris's discography. So yes, it enjoy will. that. It, Everything It's pretty good. Even songs he's produced, all that will be on there. Yes, it will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. All right. So we there can, we go. We can. We can. We can. We can uh, boogie. All right. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.